0: Welcome back. Louisiana women's basketball live with Gary Broadhead. Mike DeLome's here at Pete's, and he's giving us a, uh, a shoe fashion statement. You, uh, you got some uh, nice uh, pretty white ones. I'm wearing red tonight. Wearing some red Sperry's tonight. So there we go. You uh, Let me correct myself, and thanks to Josh Bruner for correcting me so I could correct myself. COVID issues last week were with Little Rock, and that's why the games uh, did not get played because that's who the opponent uh, was supposed to be. What did you find out? You couldn't go. Uh,
1: me and Joe Foley are really good friends, and so they were trying to get in touch with uh, Dr. Maggard about it. And Joe just called. Joe called directly to me as uh, you know, as a you know, as a friend, and said, uh, "Look, tomorrow it'll be announced that we have COVID. I'm just letting you know. I know y'all probably packed already because it was like Wednesday at 9:30, 10 o'clock at night." So that's when we found out. Oh, so you were you were about ready to get on the bus? Well, we were we were going to actually practice early the next morning and then take off. So we I was all packed and kids were all packed. We were ready. We told everybody to bring their their luggage with them and we would just leave right after practice. So
0: we uh, that that changed everything. So did you? Were you able to get in touch with your girls and say, "Don't bother bringing your suitcase"? Well, you
1: know, we do a thing what we call Teamworks, and it's like a group text kind of thing. And I didn't, it was, by the time I called Director of Basketball Ops, uh, Mary Chris, and we talked about it, I said, just, let's just put it out at 6 tomorrow morning. I don't want them to, you know, have to go out or stay in or confuse them in any kind of way. Because we thought we couldn't change anything anyway. So we put the, the message out at 6 o'clock uh, and I just what I did is I was able to text all my coaches and let them know that what was kind of going on. Frustrating? A little bit, yeah. You know, and and you know, I think uh I think you kind of get used to the changes in in what's going on, you know. It's uh it happened last year for the tournament and then you know, you going uh actually for summer school, we had to make some changes. it's just change after change after change. So at first, it was kind of frustrating, but you learn to kind of live with it, and you learn to try to move forward so you can continue to play. I think that's the biggest part: is can we continue
0: to find a way to play uh, this season? Well, you know, you've had uh, you've had some games that have had to get adjusted during the non-conference portion of your schedule uh, for the for the exact same reason. And uh, I know that your team had its had its um, period where you know you had some kids that had to battle through this as well. What about your coaching staff? What about you? Uh, I think I'm the only one on the coaching staff that, that had a positive oh, test. Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh,
1: for Election Day uh, on November 3rd is Election yeah. Day, November 3rd, 4th. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I kind of felt a little bit of sickness, and we do our test, and when I tested, I tested positive. So I did my quarantine for 10 days. I didn't have any symptoms at all, to be honest with you. I mean, I didn't have any coughs or anything uh, other than I got real bored at home and <laughs> had to watch practice on video and all that. So that's kind of new to me is having to, to watch uh, our team practice. But they continue to practice. And the bad thing about it was right when I came back on a Saturday, that I could come back on a Saturday, one of our kids tested positive Friday and it put the whole team out. So, man, I, I went through probably about 20 days not able to practice. How do you feel yeah. about that? It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I, I honestly love the practices more than the games, you know, to be able to teach and to see the improvement. You see a lot of improvement. It's kind of like preparing for a test, you know. It's, it's, that's the fun part, and, and, and taking the test is not always the funnest part. So I really enjoy
0: the practices. I really do. <coughs> Sunbelt Conference, of course, has got its – game plan I guess that these games were not cancelled they officially were postponed and the plan is to try to make them up but what that means is teams are going to have to play four games in five days and it doesn't really matter if you play Friday, Saturday and then skip Sunday and play Monday, Tuesday or if you play Friday, Saturday skip Sunday, travel Monday play Tuesday, Wednesday. It, It doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's still going to boil down to four games in five days. Yeah, or six games in
1: nine days too, you know. All it's right. A lot, you know, six well, games Well, see, you're, you're complaining because you couldn't play. Yeah. Now guess what? Yeah, you get to play a lot, you know. <laughs> and, I, you know, I think that's just going to be part of it. I, my concern on the women's side is, you know, the injuries, you know, is it's, it's to uh, over-train, over, over-work. And, you know, you're going to have some kids that are playing 30 minutes a game uh, and they're going to have to do that for – you know, six, six games in nine days. And, I mean, it's, it's going to show up, you know. And it's going to be who's on the road. It's going to be a – I think there's going to be a distinct advantage of whoever's at home, you know. You're not going to have to travel. You're going to be at home. Uh, and so that's kind of what – and I think that's what's going to happen to us. I think we're getting penalized because, I mean, we didn't have COVID, but we're going to have to go to them, it looks like, when we play Arkansas State. So we go to Arkansas State on the Friday, Saturday is the 22nd, 23rd of January. And then we stay over there Sunday, and then we play there Monday and Tuesday because the travel would help. But we're going to be on the road for six days, you know. And, then you know, the thing that I think is another problem is we're starting school on Wednesday. Right. And, man, when kids miss that much class, I, I, don't, I don't know if we thought about all those things, you know. Is um, So I – Right now, they're, they're talking about, hey, we're going to have to play them. You know? We're trying to get – we only have seven games that we've played so far this year, right. only two conference games. And to get into uh, playing the NCAA tournament, they say you have to have 13. You know? So I don't know what's going to happen down the road. You know? So I guess that's some of the things they are taken into consideration.
0: Well, and, and um, as, uh, as I mentioned and you and I talked, then you've got Georgia State hadn't played yet. They've, um, they've had two series that have gotten postponed, so they're really going to be in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, if, they, know, if they make
0: know, them all up. You know, a situation like for us,
1: if we, you know, if we have anybody or a uh, uh, team that we play has a positive test, our local officials are saying that we have to be out 14 days. So say we play on a Saturday and we get, we get tested right after the game and – Somebody tests positive for us or them. We're not like everybody. We're going to be out forty. So that's not. That's going to be two series. Right. How are you going to make up? We already have to make up one. Right. How are you going to have to make up two? That's
0: going to be very yeah. difficult. You're going to play three games in a day. <laughs> 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 this might be like AAU, you know. Here, here's hoping that isn't the case. Uh, the Cajuns are at home this weekend. They're going to take on the Mavericks of UTA. When we come back. We'll talk with Gary Broadhead about. Uh, First of all, playing in the Cajun Gnome. And we'll talk about the uh, two-game series with UTA. That's coming up next. Louisiana Women's Basketball Live with Gary Broadhead continues from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back. Louisiana Women's Basketball Live with Gary Broadhead. Cajuns are coming home. Honest. They're going to let the Cajuns play at home. Really. It's going to happen Friday and Saturday. UTA comes in. Uh, this is a team that was uh, that's picked very highly uh, in the Western Division. Yeah, they were picked number one
1: uh, preseason poll. So they have a lot of returners, and they got a new coach, and Coach Wright.
0: But uh, they got some good players that are returning. Well, let's 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 talk first of all about the coaching change. Krista Gerlick was there for a bunch of years, um, and now she is at Texas Tech, where where she has a banner with her name on it hanging from the rafters having uh, helped lead the Red, the Lady Raiders to the uh, championship in 1993. But uh, I'm sure that she was excited to be able to, to go back to her alma mater to coach. I was excited for her. I met her a couple times. Very nice lady. And uh, But now, uh, new folks over there, Same uh, a lot of the same players, but the same players have to learn a new system. And um, what do you see that they're doing now that maybe they didn't do under Coach Gerlich?
1: Well, I think coach Wright is is uh, offensively doing a little bit more of a dribble drive uh, type offense compared to coach Gerlich who was playing a lot of high low stuff and they were like pounded and in into the post, you know. And even though they have some size uh this year, they're just not they're they're using a lot a lot more athleticism in trying to get to the rim and kick outs and stuff. And in the defense uh was coach, Go- coach Gerlich played a lot of man and she liked to press in a in a 1-2-2 two, two, and a 2-1-2 two, two, and um, just a little different. And it looks like Coach Wright is mostly sticking to a zone. She's playing a little 3-2 zone and a little bit of 2-3 zone. and um, So it looks a little different, and it looked like it was taking a while until they played Little Rock. When they played Little Rock, they really looked good offensively and defensively compared to the games that we had seen before, you know. Um, so it looks like they're starting to feel more comfortable. Uh, they can score it, too. They got a couple of sc- shoot it, man, a couple of guards that one shoots, uh, I think it's uh, Rick Ware shoots, I think, at, right at 41% from the three. And then Smith is shooting right at 36% from the 37% from the three. So they got a couple of shooters that can
0: shoot it. What, um, what is your preference, I guess, is my question. You know, you, 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 you would go ahead and, and prepare for Coach Gerlich and, and almost strictly a man defense, and now you're going to pr- prepare for somebody who plays a lot of zone. What's tougher for you in game preparation, getting ready for man, getting ready for zone, or does it, or doesn't it matter?
1: No, it's so much easier for us in man because that's what we play. You know, we can play it in different ways. We can trap screens, we can head screens, we can go on, we can do a. We, I mean, that's our defense. So when we're preparing for a, a team that plays man, we can we can. I mean, do exactly like they would do to us. Uh, but in the zone, in my 30 years of coaching, I haven't played much zone. So I'm not, I can be honest with you, I'm not a zone coach. You know, we can play it and kind of what we call a 2-3 high school zone or maybe a 1-3-1 one, one zone. But so it, it's a little bit more to prepare, you know. But, you know, Coach Val, uh, Wezar are in charge of our offense. So she does a great job of watching the other team's defense and we you know we have some scout guys that come out and we try to emulate what they're doing in the zone and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad but yeah i would much rather play against a man-to-man it's just more of of what we do every
0: day i'll tell you what coach Wezar doesn't do well she doesn't COVID test very well because i was i was there last uh last tuesday we were there at the same time and, and 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 poor Val, you know, she did one nostril, sneezed about six times. Did the other sneeze six more times? It, it it affects different people different ways. But she sneezes a lot when she <laughs> when she does the swab. I'm just I'm just telling you. But it was uh it was it was great to see. I hadn't seen her in forever. It was it was good to see her. And the, you know the thing about this mirror schedule is, I get to see you every week, but I don't get to see Deacon or Amber. Uh, MC comes with you sometimes, but. Um, and, and I don't like that because I like your staff. You've had them around a while. They're good folks.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to be around them. Yeah, it's different. You know, when the mirror schedule, we don't get to really see the guys play or, you know, even really at practice the way we do in things, you know, when uh, the men are at the Dome during the week, we'll practice that are okay to give them the Dome the whole, you know, especially when school's going to start uh, and vice versa. So, uh, and it works out really good for us because now you don't have to worry about class schedules and all that. But, uh, yeah, we don't get to see them as much, you know, and uh, – I think that's a big part of college athletics is the intermix of teams. But, you know, with COVID, it's not a good thing to do right now.
0: Look, I'm fighting for doubleheaders, I'm just saying. Yeah. When we <laughs> return, uh, a little quick uh, what's going on this weekend and how to catch it on the radio and all that good stuff. Louisiana Basketball Live with Gary Broadhead continues after this from Learfield IMG College. Just a little quick programming note before we get out of here this evening. Uh, you'll hear Louisiana men's and women's basketball uh, on the radio Come this weekend, Friday night, uh, Ian Ozan is at the Dome uh, for the uh, Cajuns and UTA. 6 o'clock tip-off on Friday and 4 o'clock on Saturday. Game times are the same for the men. You'll hear those on KPL 96.5 FM. I'll be over in Arlington for that. All right, who you got tonight? Bama, Ohio State, who you got? I mean, Nick Saban. That's all i got to say. Yeah, Coach Marlin said roll tide. That was the last thing he said to me, so I guess everybody's kind of in agreement there. Next Monday night, we'll be right back here to do it again, celebrating some Cajun victories. Hope you'll join us either at Pete's or on the radio. For our producer, Greg Larnold, our engineer, Matt Golston, I'm Jay Walker. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night.